Hello, hello. You're listening to episode number 105, 105 of the Journey to Manifesting podcast. My name is Sarah Prout. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm so excited and grateful to be here with you today. What's going on in your world? I'd love to know. Make sure that you either send me a message on Instagram at Sarah Prout, or you could possibly even leave a review of the show and share with me some of your light bulb moments, those micro moments of transformation where you all of a sudden understand something in a completely different way. So, um, Today's theme is all about um, putting rainbow sprinkles on turds. (laughs) I know the title sounds a little bit uh, out there and a little bit uh, non-conventional, to put it mildly. Putting rainbow sprinkles on turds, the downside to the self-help industry. So let me just first rewind and give you a little bit of a context, give you some context as to why I titled this episode with those specific words. So about eight or so years ago, uh, Sean and I, my husband Sean, we lived in Melbourne, Australia in a suburb called East Ivanhoe. And we actually, uh, over the road, lived uh, Kate Blanchett's parents, which is random fact with that one. And uh, at the top of our driveway, there was a little nature strip. Uh, That's what it's called in Australia. It's like a little patch of grass uh, on one side of the sidewalk or the footpath. And then on the other side was the entrance to our driveway, to our home, which was nothing fancy. It was this little home next to the local supermarket, which was really convenient and uh, very close for us to take the two oldest children to school, Thomas and Olivia. They were both in primary school or elementary school at the time. And I can't remember whether or not we had... Uh, two dogs at that point or whether it was just one. We have three dogs in total now. Cookie, we got first, Merlin and Pepper. And uh, so we knew how to take care of a dog and how to clean up after a dog. (laughs) And uh, on this specific patch of grass at the top of our driveway, there was a person that would go on their morning walk and every time their dog would decide to take his, his or her dump, I'm not sure whether it was a boy dog or a girl dog, to take the dump at the top of our driveway. And it's like, come on, man, why can't you pick it up? You know, why wouldn't you pick up after your dog, after it does its business on the side of the road? And so we were watching this TV show with this guy that got a little tub of rainbow sprinkles and put it on the turd to send a very clear message of, hey, look at this, don't leave any more for us to decorate. <laughs> so it was, it was just one way of us illustrating that, hey, uh, you know, pick up after your dog, please. So we got this little um, tub of those baking sprinkles that you either put on cupcakes or muffins or cookies, and we sprinkled the turds with the rainbow sprinkles. Needless to say, it didn't get rid of the problem. (laughs) It probably just drew more attention to it, and the color slowly faded from the turds at the top of the property. Anyway, my point here is not the literal translation of actually putting rainbow sprinkles on turds, which I have done before (laughs) numerous times to prove a point. 
It's that there are specific ways in the personal development and self-help industry that also do the same thing, that they sprinkle, put rainbow sprinkles on turds or neatly package up something to make it look like it's polished or authentic or um, meaningful, but it's actually doing some damage. Now, I'm not here to call anybody out because I am fortunate enough to have so many friends in the personal development and self-help industry. However, there are specific ways that as teachers, we create content that doesn't lean into the wholeness of the human experience, especially when it comes to being drawn to more transformational spaces, to putting your hand up and saying, hey, I'm ready to manifest more love, more abundance, more joy, more prosperity. And with that comes emotional disempowerment. Now, you may have heard me talk a lot about emotional empowerment, embracing how you're feeling no matter what, but what the personal self-help, personal development and self-help industry is really good at is emotional disempowerment, meaning that there are quotes, picture quotes, video quotes, memes, um, you know, those those really catchy, snappy phrases that end up on t-shirts, spiritual quotes that pretty much say that if you are having a bad day or if you are feeling negative, then you've got to switch it to being positive. Always focus on feeling good. You may have heard this before, especially in the manifestation space, that nothing is more important than you feeling good. And so what that does when you hear that is that it makes you wrong if you have a down day. And that's where the sprinkling the rainbow sprinkles on a turd comes from. The fact that you cannot make that turd pretty. You cannot wrap it in a bow. You cannot love it until it goes away. You have to deal with it. You have to pick up the turd and put it in the plastic bag or, you know, trash can or whatever eco-friendly material you like to use and make sure that it gets disposed of thoughtfully, with intention, with consciousness, with the awareness that if you sweep something under the rug, it's still there. You can't ignore it. It's like pretending that something doesn't exist. And that, that isn't, um, that's not empowerment. That's denial. That is absolute, unequivocal denial. And you cannot get to the space of working with the law of attraction and consciousness and playing with the energy of the universe if you don't allow yourself to process your feelings. Now, This is so radically important. Yes, feeling good is a very key piece when it comes to manifesting law of attraction. But feeling good and pretending and faking it till you make it is not the path. You don't fake until you make it. You explore, you experience, you place yourself in situations that you wouldn't ordinarily place yourself into. You get out of that comfort zone. And the more you do that, the more you show up to try new things, to, um, to interrupt your pattern, to um, mix up the energetic frequency that you're sending out to the universe, the more that life will show up and expand for you. It's not just about not talking to Nancy in the office because all she talks about is drama and complains about everything. Don't judge Nancy, and I'm sorry to all of the Nancys out there that are listening, but negative Nancy get curious as to how you can support her, how you can guide the conversation, how you can uh, 
um, gently listen and lean into some of the reasons perhaps that Nancy is having a little bit of a pushback from life, right? When we judge, we become the energy of the thing that we judge. And so when you push away the toxic negative energy, rather than get curious about why it's showing up and how you can navigate it, it is vital that you lean in with curiosity as to how you can maximize the moment, how you can radically shift your perspective, not make it wrong, and allow yourself to have those moments of negativity, of doubt, of you actually embodying being negative, Nancy, because we all do it. We've all done it in the past. You would be not human. You could be robotic. But there's a difference. Like You can master your levels of communication. You can master the efficacy of how you show up and what your language patterns represent, what your energy patterns represent, as long as you're not curating the rest of humanity out of your experience. Because that's not how we grow. Now, as I'm saying this, I want you to remember that I'm not saying, I'm not advocating that you focus on the negative, that you give yourself a full permission slip, a get out of jail free card to be emotionally indulgent to be overly dramatic, to harp on about all of the things that are not going right in your life. I'm not saying that because that is a point of attraction. What I am saying is that you give yourself moments, maybe private moments or moments with your friends and your community, where you do just allow yourself to express what you're experiencing. Talk about some of the ways in which you can improve your life without not processing those feelings, if that makes sense. So, so often people look for the red. They look for what's wrong in their reality rather than taking personal responsibility about how they can guide the narrative. How can you guide your own narrative? How can you show up with more levels of authenticity, of vulnerability, of being more raw and real in your everyday interactions with people and especially on social media? And as I'm talking to you, all of my entrepreneurial friends out there and business owners, it is vital that our clients and our customers build that trust point with us, build that point of trust so that they feel comfortable with what they are investing in as our students, as our peers, as the communities that we are building online. And this is one of the reasons I'm so passionate about this is because I have seen the impact of um, my Goalcast video, which has been viewed, I think it's close to 55 million times now. And let me tell you, when I when I first had the intention to put this video out into the world and to partner with Goalcast, I had no idea of the impact that it would have, how it would help other people. But I also, there's a, there's a downside to this as well. I had no idea how many assumptions would be created. Uh, assumptions around, uh, you know, why my parents didn't show up and because that wasn't shown in the six-minute video. And that's absolute BS because my parents did show up. They radically showed up in ways that I could never have expected, in different ways because... They live in different states. They were married for 29 years. They were divorced and they've got their own lives to live rather than taking care of me when I needed them what, 10 years ago. I was, I was good, but the assumption was made. And so that's the key point that I want to make as well, that most people just take what they are presented with at face 
value at a surface level. They're not getting out a little spiritual cosmic shovel and digging a little bit deeper to understand, hey, there's more to the story than this. There's more than meets the eye. Um, And that's what I invite you to do with any piece of of content that you receive on social media to do with self-help, personal development and transformation. Know that there is no shortcut Please take that into consideration that there is no magic pill that you swallow and all of a sudden you manifest the lottery, right? There is no magic pill that you can swallow that all of a sudden you will manifest your soulmate or, um, you know, have that million dollar lifestyle where you are flying private jets and staying in five star hotels and owning an island. No, whatever you see and perceive as successful on the internet in particular is the product of at least 10 years of hard work behind the scenes. There is no quick, fast lane to get to sustainable success. There's not. And if there is, if you see somebody that says, hey, I made a million dollars in 18 months, it's probably not sustainable because they've built and grown something so quickly. Anything that is worth happening Anything that is worth living, experiencing and building towards is built at a foundational level. Look at the way that relationships work, right? Um, I'll use my marriage to Sean as an example. It might appear on the surface that we are soulmates, we are twin flames and we always get along, which is not true. We argue, we have disagreements. There are days where it's really challenging to show up because we're raising four kids together and we're running a business. Uh, He's the CEO of our company, Soul Space Media, and I'm the CCO, the chief creative officer. And so we've got all of these different dynamics to do with team management. And and then at nighttime, it's like, oh, you know, how was your day, dear? That kind of stuff. And it's just so underestimated the amount of work that we have had to put into our relationship to make it work effectively as communicators. Communication is the key. Communication is the key. And so part of that communication model is to get curious about perhaps some of those things that you're just accepting as facts, accepting as truth, as dogma, as doctrine, and then going, how does this feel when I truly think about it? Is this sustainable? Is it true? Is it serving a purpose? And so when you get really clear about that, then you can audit out the things in your life that no longer serve you, but you're not turning your back on them because you're afraid that something external from you will impact your energy. So let's talk about negative Nancy again. I hear all about negative Nancy all the time from my students inside the Manifesting Academy saying like, how am I supposed to stay on my manifesting path when negative Nancy is ranting about, uh, you know, the, the price of coconut water, just as an example off the top of my head. Her energy doesn't make me feel good. She doesn't make me feel good. He doesn't make me feel good. When he says that, it doesn't make me feel good. And another thing. Remember this, you are in control of your feelings. Nobody can make you feel a specific way. It's all on you. You decide how you feel. You decide how you interpret information. You decide who is presenting you with real, raw, authentic material that will contribute to your well-being and give it a holistic vantage point versus a very minuscule, narrow angle of how to create. You are the creator. 
So whatever works for you is the right way. As long as you're not turning your back on things because you find them scary. Because here's the thing. Fear is actually something not to be afraid of. Fear is something to lean in with curiosity as to what that present moment feeling of fear is teaching you is guiding you to remember the opposite of fear is love, is flow, is curiosity. And so when you can really get clear about what your emotions are guiding you to remember, then you're not so afraid of them. I love to remind my students that our emotions are just passing through as visitors, having a cup of tea, stopping off. And uh, I heard that concept recently, actually, repeated back in like one of the easiest ways to understand possible by Russell Brand, who also said the same thing, your emotions are visitors that are just stopping by. So... What I'm saying here is not to look for red flags when it comes to the self-help personal development industry. Just have the understanding that most people are teaching what they need to learn the most. (laughs) That's like a, a radical insider secret right there that for me and taking full responsibility for my work that I do in the world, I am an emotional empowerment expert, but I am also at the same time an emotional disempowerment expert that I know how to take this train off the tracks faster than anybody right but I'm I'm real I'm authentic with you guys because I don't want to present to you one version uh, one heavily curated heavily edited version of what you think manifesting and the law of attraction should look like because that's not realistic to where you are at in your life my role is to remind you of the power that you have to guide your own reality your own perception to make up your own decisions about um, you know, the, the materials and the books and the guidance and the wisdom that ultimately fits what you are looking for and what meets your needs. But just remember that whoever that is, whether it's me or somebody else, that what you are looking for embraces the full picture that leans into the holistic nature of emotional empowerment that doesn't just look at the the quick fix solutions of how to go from point A to B in 18 months and all of a sudden you have a private jet. It's not sustainable. Look for the real people that you can trust. Look for the real people that you can trust that have a sense of empathy for what you're going through. I mean, I, I think that that can never be overlooked The fact that, you know, we're all in this together, that we're all human beings, that there is nobody better than the other person, that there is no pedestal, that, you know, to put somebody up on a pedestal as an icon or a guru, it's not the way it should be. We're all learning together as part of the collective, the collective experience. And um, this is why I'm so excited about my upcoming masterclass, which is free, and it's called The Five Key Secrets to Becoming an Abundance Creator. And um, for me, it is sustainability, and it is authenticity and vulnerability, and looking at those areas of your life that you can really maximize with creativity and joy and leaping in and having fun, rather than sticking to rigid rules of how it must look or daily habits. I mean, those are important. Those are foundational elements, but it's not everything because one size does not fit all. Okay, so if you're interested in jumping on that masterclass, you can go to sarahprout.com forward slash abundance creator. Uh, And just to summarize, (laughs) 
putting rainbow sprinkles on a turd is the best way to make sure that the person picks up their poop in the future. So if <laughs> if you see something that needs rainbow sprinkles on it, just in your mind's eye, scatter those rainbow sprinkles on those mass sweeping picture quotes and memes that are pretty much aiming just for a one size at all mentality that doesn't lean into the wholeness and the cleanup that is required when you are on a truly transformative journey. So that's it for me today. This is my uh, my Friday thought pattern. <laughs> I don't even know whether I'll call it that, but thank you so much for spending this time with me. And until next time, enjoy your journey to manifesting.